as of this recording, I'm 14 episodes deep. And every now and then I hear the sirens call. The sirens call of wanting to quit, which I think is familiar to anybody who's engaged in a creative pursuit. That the sirens call of wanting to quit is a repetitive voice, especially when you've put in some energy and some time and you're not sure where you're going with things. So that's what we're talking about today. Wanting to quit, but learning to stay with it. I'm Chris Valtimes, and this is the Hyper Memoir Podcast, where we're talking about finding and developing your creative voice and other things. So what I've found and what I've learned over time and what I've learned from working with a lot of creatives and being a creative myself is that sometimes it's just a matter of time. It's a matter of giving projects the time to gain traction. It's a matter of staying in the game for long enough. It's a matter of outlasting the demons that tell us to quit. And so I'll tell you that lately I've been having that feeling come up. So I've been doing this podcast. Like I said, I think this is number 14. I'm pretty sure it's number 14. So that would make it 14 weeks. So every Saturday I put one out, put out a newsletter and people are listening and I get feedback and people tell me that it's had a positive impact on them. And I love that. That's great. But still, somewhere in the back of my mind, I have this voice that starts to say, well, shouldn't you just quit? Why are you doing this? It's the demons that come up for everybody in a different form, which is maybe why most people don't last when they make stuff. I see a lot of people, and I hate this, I see a lot of people who have aborted creative projects, who have creative projects that they started and they started with a lot of energy and enthusiasm, but for whatever reason, they stopped. So this might be a podcast, it might be a YouTube channel, and I'm talking more about social stuff because that's more visible, but it could also be something more private, like writing a book or making a film or something else that you've gotten halfway through or even worse. And this is common for me too, by the way, 90% through and you decide to quit. And I think there's a fear. I think there's a fear because you're putting yourself out there. Like I've said in other episodes, a lot of creativity involves discomfort. Not always, and I'm not saying that it should, but it's a part of it. And it can get uncomfortable to put energy in there and then wonder, are people listening? Do people care? Will this make a difference? And the answer is maybe. So that uncertainty can kind of eat away. And that's how I felt every now and then, um, even though I've gotten feedback from people. Even though people are listening and the podcast is growing, there always is that feeling. And I think part of what I've tried to do here is commit myself to doing it, regardless of how I feel. So I had an episode a few weeks ago where I really didn't feel like doing it. I didn't feel like I did a good job. I didn't really feel like releasing it. And when Saturday came around and it was time to put it out, I kind of felt like I don't want to do it. I'm just going to pass and we'll let it slide this week. But I know from experience that when I do that, and maybe this is true for you, you tell me, when I do that, then that slide of one week becomes a slide of two weeks, becomes a slide of three weeks, becomes a slide of four weeks, doesn't it? So that's kind of what I wanted to avoid. And so for me, I wanted to commit. I'm committing to a pace. I'm committing to every week. And part of the journey is to get through the feeling of wanting to quit. Part of the creative journey is that. 
And I also think that this is where maybe purpose plays a role. I was going to say passion plays a role, but I feel like that's a fuel that isn't long lasting. The idea that inspiration or passion is going to drive you all the way through. Uh, That was the word I used in my notes here that I'm kind of riffing off of was that it's passion, but I don't actually think it's passion. I thought about this a little bit more and I think it's purpose. I think it's having a purpose for what you're doing, understanding why you're doing it and feeling like it's connected and aligned with who you are and the message you're trying to put out into the world. Because the truth is you're not always going to have inspiration. You're not always going to have passion. It's great when you do have it. It really helps. It makes things easier. It makes things flow. But it's not always going to be there. And I think a lot of creative people rely on inspiration and rely on passion. And of course, that makes things inconsistent. And maybe your method works that way. Maybe you're happy being inconsistent. And that's cool too. Everybody's different. And that's what I love about creativity. My method might not be your method. But if your method is, hey, I want to stay in it, just know that passion might not be enough. It's going to have to be something more stable, like purpose. That's the word I would use. And because if you don't have it, if there's no purpose to it, if you're just doing it for, I don't know, I don't know what the opposite of purpose is, but if you're doing it for some reason that doesn't really align with you, or you're doing it out of, dare I say it, some sort of compulsion, feeling like you have to do it, or that you're comparing yourself against someone else. That's something I've talked about in another episode. You're competing or whatever. That's not going to work. That's not going to work for a long time because that motivation will go away and you'll wonder why am I even doing this? So it's all about making it into a practice. And I've heard this about writing too. I've heard this about a lot of creative projects. It's inspiration strikes, but it has to find you working. I think that's how the quote goes. I don't even know who that's from, but it's something I've heard or paraphrased or adapted mentally into my own little world here. And it's all about turning things into a practice and showing up consistently, having a day or date or every day, a time when you write, a time when you don't write, whatever, turning it into a practice. But the key being to show up consistently and stay with it, even through the times when things don't feel like they're working out so great. And with this podcast, I've found that it's not always easy to see what people are going to like what people are going to resonate with, what people are going to respond to. And part of the journey is to put out enough stuff so that you get feedback. I've spent a lot of my life keeping things in the drawer, so to speak, or on the hard drive and not releasing them because I'm afraid or whatever blocks, perfectionism, all the stuff I've talked about. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, it's the standard creative blocks that everybody feels that you make something, it's not good enough and you don't release it. But what you're doing when you don't release stuff, when you don't put stuff out there is you're robbing yourself of the feedback that's going to help you grow. And even if that feedback is quote unquote negative, it's still going to teach you something. And I think there's joy in that discovery and joy in that learning. And there's also joy in pushing through the block, knowing that even though you didn't really feel like putting that thing out there or sharing that thing that you did it anyways, because sometimes, and this has happened to me, sometimes the things that you think aren't that great are the ones that actually hit. And that's such a great learning and vice versa. Sometimes the things that you think are awesome and amazing and deep, and you put so much thought into 
are the things that don't really hit. And I'm not saying that those things are bad or good. I mean, if you love it, that's enough. That's my opinion. If you love the thing you made, score it. You already won. Um, it's obviously better if more people like it. For me, not looking for the validation, but I'll take it. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of reasons why people don't show up consistently. And it's kind of a shame because, like I said, showing up consistently, it teaches you something. You learn from what, you know, you learn from the process. It's a process and it's about finding joy and learning from that process. Um, and I think that what it also communicates when you show up consistently, when you stay with something for long enough, it shows people that you believe in what you're doing. That's what it communicates to people. So if you do something and let's say it's a podcast and you do three episodes, what are you communicating? You're communicating that you didn't believe in that project. And it might even be that the next thing you put out, people are like, well, I don't really care because I've heard this story before. This person put something out and kind of quit early on. And so we have to support each other, by the way. Um, I try to support people doing stuff, but you can only go so far, right? So you're also communicating to yourself that you don't believe. So I always say it's good to commit to something. Like for me, I think I said this a podcast or two ago, I'm committing to 100 episodes here. If I get to episode 101 and feel like it's not really doing great or I don't want to do it anymore, I can wrap it up and feel good about it. But 100 episodes is going to be awesome. It's going to be an achievement. And it's funny because I read that most people don't stay with it. And one of the things that I realized recently, and I think that I'm getting close to being in the top 1% of podcasts. Let me say that again. I think I'm getting close to being in the top 1% of podcasts. I started this in May. It's now August. That's what, like two or three months or something like that. How am I in the top 1% of podcasts? I don't get the most downloads. Far from it. The people who get the downloads I get in a, in a day in like 10 minutes. So it's not that. But here's what it is. So I read that if you post 21 podcast episodes, you're in the top 1% because most people quit under 20 episodes. So the bar really is that low. And I'm sure that the numbers are similar for things like a YouTube channel or a business or whatever, that most people do quit. Most people don't stick it out. So by the way, if that's you, if you're someone who you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I have this project and I did quit, by the way, don't feel bad about it. Learn from it, explore that, examine that experience and learn from it. I've talked about how you can learn from your mistakes and maybe you're right where you should be. Maybe that project wasn't shit and you shouldn't have done it anyways. I don't know. You decide. But if you look at that experience as a learning experience, that experience of quitting, you can get something out of it. And maybe that powers your next project. So I like to figure out ways to deal with the doldrums when you feel like you want to quit. Like I said, a couple of weeks ago, wasn't really feeling it for a variety of reasons. Just felt like, hey, you know, I'm not really sure if anyone's listening. Whatever. This is all internal chatter. So my question is, how do you push through it? And I think that's what I want to share with you today. So if I have a lesson or insight or takeaway from today's episode, it's how do we push through the doldrums? How do we push through that feeling of resistance that keeps us from not wanting to push through? So there's other ways we can do it. Like I've talked about learning to celebrate your wins. That's one way you can do it. So 
I'm learning to celebrate my wins. I am getting close to being in the top 1% of podcasts. Not there yet, but I'm getting damn close and it feels good. I've been putting things out consistently. Feels good. People have responded positively. Feels good. So I'm taking those things in and letting that drive me. Um, it's about finding peace in discomfort. So often when I record this, it feels uncomfortable. Not right now. But putting something out, anything out into the world, there's always that element of discomfort. How are people going to respond? What are they going to say? All that jazz. And then there's perfectionism. So as I'm speaking, even speaking now, there's moments where I say something and I'm like, I wish I just said that differently. Or did that make sense? Or whatever. I'm just going to ride through that. Because this is a podcast. It's not meant to be perfect. I mean, we'll do our best, but it's not meant to be perfect. And I'm not going to let it be perfect. Or I'm not going to make that the standard because that's going to slow me down. But I think for me, what's worked the most is about having a consistent and non-negotiable practice. So like I said, every Saturday, no matter what's going on. So last Saturday, um, or the Saturday before I recorded this, we were traveling from Europe to the United States. So it's a big trip. I'm with the family. There's a lot going on. So I had to figure out a way to post on Saturday and I scheduled everything ahead of time. I thought ahead. But for me, even if nobody else notices, it's all about showing up on Saturday. Every Saturday, the newsletter goes out, the podcast goes out. And again, I don't think anyone's planning their day around that, but I am. I want it to be consistent because for me, that makes me feel good and lets me, or it keeps me from the trap of, well, let me let it slide, or I'll do it when I feel like it, because I know that I'm really prone to that. So I really need that consistency. I need that structure. So that might work for you, because it sort of creates a forcing function where if I know that every Saturday I have to put something out, then I'm thinking about that days ahead. I record all these episodes ahead of time. I write them ahead of time. I write newsletters ahead of time. I think of social media content ahead of time, because I know that Saturday is coming. It's just coming, obviously, time passes, time hits, time is there, bam. So it's really about overcoming that trap of doing things only when you feel like it. If anyone out there is familiar with uh, Jocko Willink, he has the phrase discipline equals freedom. So I adapted that to discipline equals creativity. For me, knowing that I have to show up, it kind of forces my brain into a higher gear. It kind of makes me more creative. It's not a restriction. I don't feel like I feel restricted or like it's a grind because I want to do this. And I think my body and my mind and my emotions respond by digging deep because they know that that Saturday is going to come up. So that's just for me. You might have a different thing. Your thing might be every month or every year or shoot, you might even be like someone who's, I'll do it when I feel like it. Don't tell me when to put shit out. Fine. Do it your way. Um. Yeah. And knowing that this has to come out, I can dodge perfectionism. So like I said, even as I'm recording this, I have this internal voice telling me that oh, you shouldn't have said that or you paused too long or you're saying filler words too much. Yeah, probably. But it's OK. I think overall the message stays and it's going to be good. So one final thought I'll kind of leave you with on this episode. One of the things that I've learned and I have a really good graphic, I'm going to include it in the newsletter, or I did include it in the newsletter, is um, it kind of shows this graph of how success, I, I think it was success or impact or whatever it was, how it proceeds. And the graph basically is like a flat line all along the bottom until 
it hits a point and then it starts to shoot up. So there's a long period of nothing happening. And most people think it's the opposite. And I think they show another graph there. Like, and these are like made up, like hand drawn illustration type things. It's not like a scientific graph where people think that getting to that point is a linear thing. Like, you're, like every time you do something, it's going to get better and better. And yeah, that feels good if it happens. But you have to go through that part, that flat line to get to that success. And you might be one thing away. You might be one episode or song or video or whatever away from hitting that explosive growth, or you might not be. So you have to do it because there's a purpose and you find purpose and meaning in what you're doing. So that's all I have to say about this topic. If you like this, then you'll like the newsletter too, because I try to include more stuff about this topic, anything that I've found that relates to it and I think would be helpful to you, I put it in the newsletter. So that would be something worth checking out if you like what I'm talking about here. And plus it can remind you of when episodes are coming out. You can also subscribe on Apple or Spotify or any other podcast platform. And if you have a moment, if this would be awesome, could you leave a review? So that's it. I'm Chris Valtimes. This is Hyper Memoir. Thank you for listening.